As we go through life, we make mistakes, but we could avoid them if we prayed about that which we are considering doing and if we follow the ideas that are given us by God. Ideas come to us through the desires of our own flesh. They also come from devils who would like to destroy us, and they come from God. And we have to make the choice as to which way is of God. When I was born again, the Holy Spirit spoke to me and said, Joan, you know all these mistakes you've been making all these years? Those weren't mistakes. Those were sins. I said, sins? Ah, I gasp. I thought they were mistakes. I knew I had been doing things that were wrong, but I thought they were mistakes. I'm persuaded I was really born again and given the Spirit of God at that time that the Holy Spirit spoke to me. I was about 38 years old when that happened. I was immediately attracted to the wisdom of Solomon and the teachings in Proverbs and all of the statements about seek wisdom, get wisdom. How do you get wisdom? You don't get it by books. You don't get it by looking at the TV news. You don't even get it by going to college. You get wisdom from God by seeking God. Is this the thing I should be doing? So many of us follow wrong things, and God later rescues us in spite of ourselves. We do know the scripture in Romans 8, all things work together for good to them who love the Lord, to them who are the chosen. And we who are born again are chosen. We didn't do anything of our own goodness to become born again. I hope you know that. I certainly know that. I wasn't trying to find God when I was born again. I was just stumbling about like the rest of the world does, seeking my own well-being in my own eyes. It is after we are born again and changed by God and given His Spirit that we have the equipment that we need to go forward in the ways of God. But sometimes we forget. We forget to pray. We, go, we jump out of bed and we start doing things. We forget to ground ourselves in prayer. And that's our first error. In all thy ways acknowledge him, and he will direct thy paths. That's Proverbs 3, 6. Acknowledge him. Pray about it. What do you want me to do about this? If we remember to do that, it is so much better we have an anchor 
if we remember to pray and then we wait until we hear from God what to do before we do anything, we have a strong anchor to live our lives. And that is how we really must go forward in the days ahead. I believe God has shown me that all mistakes are sins because a mistake indicates that we didn't seek God before doing that thing. Now, we could start out doing the thing God wants, but in the middle of it, we could get persuaded by money to go the wrong way. Money is a very deadly leader. And often, to try to save that money, we make wrong decisions. I want to give you an example. I built a house in Lubbock, Texas in 2004. It was definitely God's will. I'd had dreams about building a house. I even had a dream showing me the exact location, the lot that I was going to be building on. So you see, you could start out in the way of God, but things get so hectic in the middle of a project like that that we just get worn out and fail to pray. Or after the project's over, we can find out something happened in the project and we fail to pray to see what to do. We go in the way of our own flesh which is the easiest way out. The lust of our own flesh often lead us in things like this. I don't know for sure that this is fact, but I think it is. What I'm about to tell you. We finished the house in Lubbock and I lived in it for 19 years. And God began to show me that I was going to go another way. And I wanted to go this other way. And it really, it involved leaving Lubbock and living in another place. I had an accident and had to have surgery. I was 80 or 81 at that time. I can't remember which. But I just had already come to the conclusion I did not want to live alone, that I couldn't keep living the way I had been living. So everything was working together to get me to move. As the ambulance workers rolled me on the gurney past the front door of my house in Texas, I heard words which I knew were from God. Here is what I heard. You'll never see this house again. It didn't trouble me. It was strictly information. God was going to take me another way in life. I really didn't have any fear because I had knew God would work it out. Well, it was worked out beautifully for me because I ended up moving to Colorado, living in the home of one of the people who's our, in our church group who is a real Christian, 
who prays over things, makes godly decisions. It was wonderful. I had never had an opportunity to live in a house with another person who did that. I knew before I moved to Colorado that she did that because I'd worked with her for three years on the books we published. She does all the technical work on the books. And I knew how she made decisions. I'd watched her. So I was absolutely sure that's what she did. And it worked. It worked well. I have been in this location for over a year now. And it's been wonderful. So God tells me you'll never see the house in Texas again. I put the house up for sale immediately. It didn't sell. For one year, it was on the real estate market. It didn't sell. I prayed many times that the house would sell. But one thing I did not pray is, is there anything I should be doing about this property? I never did pray that. After it had been on the market for a year, we had this um, coronavirus problem hit the world. I woke up. I talked to God about this house in Texas. What about this house in Texas? Is there anything I should do about this house that I haven't done? And I felt very strongly led to put it on sale, a special sale for one week, reducing it by $50,000. I did that immediately. The house sold in two days. Prior to that, something else had happened. When they built the house, they put a type of plumbing product in the house, which people were using back in those years. And many, many houses in our area had this plumbing in it. It turned out the plumbing had defective attachments on the pipes, and it all had to be replaced. I knew before I even left Texas that this was a problem. It was very expensive to do it. It was going to take $26,000 to fix this plumbing at that house. I don't even have a salary from the ministry. I quit years ago taking a salary. I live on my Social Security check, which I'm able to do quite well. It's only, I think, 800 a month. But I just don't have any expenses. So that's plenty of money. But to take $26,000 to fix a house was just a bitter pill to swallow. This happened about two years before I fell and had the accident and had to move. I was trying to face the problem, but I was a little bit ill at that time, and when it was scheduled to be repaired, one of the workers for the plumber had become ill, and the plumber needed to postpone the project, and I had to go in for eye operations, and I just couldn't face doing the project.
So I had left and put the house up for sale with a disclosure on the property that that plumbing would be fixed. My builder suggested that I could wait until the house sold and we had a contract on the house and then have the plumbing fixed. I didn't pray about that. You'd think such a big item I would have prayed about it. But it gets past us sometimes. It just seemed like such a good way to do then I wouldn't have to spend the money that my dad had left me to repair the plumbing on the house. I can wait until the house sold and then have the plumbing fixed. At one point in my life, I owned a business. And I had a thought during this plumbing problem, which I should have caught. And that is, I would have never put an item in my shop up for sale and then told the person they had, we had to fix the item before the person could take the item home. I just never would have done that. I believe God was likely showing me to go ahead and fix the plumbing in spite of the cost. But I missed the information. I even missed the concept that I hadn't even prayed about this. So we put the house up for sale with the disclosure that the plumbing would be fixed. The house did not sell. I knew the price was a good price for the pro uh, project, that the customer would be getting a very good value, but it didn't sell. Looking back on this situation, I believe the plumbing was part of the reason. In February 2020, a woman put, offered a contract on the house. We accepted the contract. She had 10 days to decide what to do. I arranged for the plumbing to be fixed immediately. They started fixing the plumbing and she backed out of the contract. Well, I had money in my savings account to pay for that plumbing. And I did pay for it. The plumbing was fixed by the time God told me to reduce the price of the house. The house was really ready to sell and it sold within two days. I think that plumbing was part of the reason that house did not sell in the year prior to that. I know I wouldn't want to buy a piece of property where work had to be done on it. So I suspect that was part of the problem. Another part of the problem is I just couldn't face giving up that money. I really couldn't face it. I'm sure I did not pray over this. I'm telling you this because we make these mistakes. God rescues us and it works out all right, but we go through more than we should have to go through because we fail to pray and we fail to wait on God. Proverbs chapter 16, there is a way 
that seemeth right unto a man, but the end thereof are the ways of death. And I do believe so often we are led by money. And nearly always when that happens, we're temporarily in trouble until we cry out to God and he rescues us. Psalm 104, I think it's 104 or 107, it says fools because of their, basically because of their direction, are troubled. Then they cry out to the Lord and he saves them from their destructions. Yes, indeed, all things work together for good to them who love the Lord, to them who are the called according to his purpose. I think it would be better if we could go forth after this virus problem, if we could go forth alert to calling on God and settling the matter with God and hearing the way to go from God before we start out. Proverbs 16.3 Commit thy works unto the Lord, and thy thoughts shall be established. Some of you are probably going to have to find jobs after this lockdown is over. The businesses you once worked for might not even be hiring or they might not be there. You may have great fear. Every fear has to be taken to God in prayer. Asking God what you are to do. God knows we need money to pay for our expenses and to support families. He'll provide for us. But we have to be able to recognize ideas that are from God. When I was in the hospital, I asked one of the young attendants, she said she was a Christian, and I asked her, I said, when you have a problem and you pray, then what? And she looked at me like, I don't know, like I was crazy. And I said, well, how do you recognize ideas that are from God after you pray? And she said, well, I don't know. You see, ideas come from our own flesh and our own desires, and devils send ideas to us because devils want to destroy us. And God brings ideas to us. Very often the ideas of devils and our own flesh will be real close together. Ideas from devils frequently appeal to our flesh, especially if it involves money. But it may not be the way to go. The only thing safe is to pray, to do nothing until you hear from God, till you're totally persuaded, and then do that. Jesus warns us, especially at the end time, take heed to yourselves, lest at any time your hearts be overcharged with surfeiting, which means overindulgence, and drunkenness, 
and cares of this life, and so that day come upon you unawares. For as a snare shall it come on all them that dwell on the face of the whole earth. The day of the Lord will come as a snare. What, if, what happened with the coronavirus? Didn't it come upon us as a snare? I think it did. I don't think the coronavirus is a part of the Great Tribulation, but I think it might be a prelude, the beginning of sorrows, the beginning of the problems, to wake us up. Jesus says, Watch ye therefore and pray always, that ye may be accounted worthy to escape all these things that shall come to pass, and to stand before the Son of Man. Watch ye therefore. What does that mean? I don't think it means turning on CNN and watching the news. I think it means watching what we personally are doing. Being sure we've prayed about what we're doing. Pray always over what you're doing. I think that's what it means. The best way, I think, is don't do anything until you have a word that you believe is from God leading you. After you pray. When I fell at the house in Texas, I was approximately five to six feet away from a telephone. I lived alone. I had no device which would alert anyone that I was in trouble. I had a broken hip and a broken hand, a very badly broken wrist. It was just doubled over backward. I was lying there on the floor in the hallway on a tile floor. I finally got my weight shifted onto my good hip. I started trying to move my body with just my foot, my right foot, which was my non-injured foot. The pain was so bad, I just couldn't move. No one was due in to the house for at least a week. If I didn't manage to get to that telephone, I would die. I knew that. I couldn't move more than about one quarter inch, and then I'd have to stop. But I heard a word from the Spirit of God, which changed everything. I heard, you can do this. And because of that word, I kept trying, and I kept inching a quarter inch at a time, my way toward the telephone. It took me four and a half hours to get to the telephone. When I got to the telephone, it was above my head. The cord was hanging down. What I was going to do is pull on the cord and make the receiver fall off the phone, which I could use to call for help. But when I pulled on the telephone, the receiver went all the way across the room someplace, and I never did see it again. 
However, there was a Kindle tablet under that table that was being recharged. If I could get to that Kindle tablet, maybe I could send an email asking for help. It was about three feet away from where I was, and it was terribly difficult to move. By that time, I had reached carpet, which is even more difficult to slide on than a tile floor. But I'd heard you can do this, so I kept trying. I got to the Kindle tablet. I was almost unconscious. I managed, after three or four attempts, to set up an email to our church group where I said, Help, fallen, send ambulance. Pam Paget in Colorado Springs was one of the people who got the email. When she realized what had happened to me, she knew she couldn't call 911 from Colorado Springs for Lubbock, Texas, so she called the police department in Lubbock, Texas, and told them what had happened, and they needed to send an ambulance immediately to my house. And that worked. God has ways of helping us. Sometimes I think we miss the direction that God wants us to go in. But we do have to remember Romans 8.28. All things work together for good to them who love the Lord, to them who are the called according to his purpose. He will make a way for us. We do want to go forward praying over that which we do. I know I forget sometimes to pray. You probably forget sometimes to pray. And we make things harder than they have to be because we forget. But that's the first step. The second step is to be able to recognize the ideas that come to us from God. I have done a podcast on this subject. I think it's called Recognizing the Ideas That Are From God, which you can find on our blog, Jesus Ministries Exhortations. If you will go there and click on podcast, everything that I have broadcast is listed there. So you can find that and listen to that broadcast. There are some other broadcasts on seeking the will of God and recognizing the ideas that are from God. I speak about this many times. For I know this is a critical thing right now for each one of us. I know this is what we need. As we go forward, things are going to be so different. It will do no good to sit there and look backward and think, oh, I wish they were the way they were in the past. That just spends energy needlessly. That's a waste of effort. You need to be able to go forward. Each of us need to go forward.
Basically, going forward involves two things. Prayer over that which we are about to do and then recognizing those ideas that are from God so that we can make the right choice. If there's envy and strife, there's confusion and every evil work. So if you have any envy or strife, you have to deal with that through prayer. And get settled down. If you have any fear, you have to get settled down. Because fear can really take you the wrong direction. Money can take you the wrong direction. It's only when we get calm enough to pray that we can actually relax and commit all of our fears to God, one at a time, go over everything with God. Get stable. This is Joan Boney speaking. All of the scriptures that I've spoken to you today are going to be printed for you on our blog. Go to Jesus Ministries Exhortations. On the right-hand side of the page, you'll see podcasts. Click on that. You can see this recording, as well as everything else I've recorded. You can click on that specific subject. It will bring up every scripture that I'm speaking on that broadcast. So you can see the scriptures in writing, which is very, very important for us. It really starts with prayer. You pray. Not, don't ask, don't, don't go and ask ministers to pray. That's the worst thing we can do. The effective, fervent prayer of a righteous man availeth much. That's James chapter 5. Effective prayer means knowing the will of God. If we pray according to the will of God for ourselves, that prayer is going to be answered. And Fervent is red hot. You can pray a red hot prayer for yourself much better than I could pray for you. You pray. Be honest with God. Pour out your heart how you feel about this problem. He will settle you if you do that. Again, our blog name is Jesus Ministries Exhortations. Look over these subjects that I've recorded. Select ones to help you to know how to follow God. For I don't believe many Christians know how to follow the Spirit of God. I don't believe many of them know how to decide if the idea is from God. And those are absolutely critical for us as we go forward. Thank you for allowing me to speak to you today.